Good morning, everyone. We're thinking about Proverbs chapter 3, and verse 7 says, Fear the Lord and depart from evil. We're touching this morning on something that is at the very root of everything that is of importance. The fear of the Lord, says chapter 9, is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. What is this fear of the Lord that is mentioned over and over in this book of Proverbs? Something like 18 or 20 times. It's to have a right understanding and a reverence and an awe for our God is to understand and to grasp the awesomeness, the holiness, the absolute righteousness of the God of heaven and earth. We live in a very casual day when anything and everything goes. When the name of the Lord Jesus and the name of our God are used in blasphemy constantly, grieving the hearts of God's children, but more grieving the heart of our God. We sometimes imagine, and I don't like the expression, but I heard someone say the other day that there is an impression that our God is some sugar daddy, someone who just gives and gives and turns a blind eye to anything and everything that we are and everything that we do. That is not a right understanding of God. What does God think about sin? He casts Satan out of heaven. He cast Adam and Eve out of paradise. He brought the flood upon the ungodly in the days of Noah. He brought fire from heaven upon the activities of the Sodomites and Sodom and Gomorrah. He sent Israel into captivity for 70 years because of their abominations and their sins. One day he's going to bring judgment, we believe, very soon upon a Christ-rejecting world that has had the offer of the gospel for 2,000 years. He's going to put Satan into the bottomless pit for a 1,000 years while Jesus reigns upon earth. And ultimately, at the end of time, when eternity begins, there is everlasting judgment for those evil perpetrators of sin and wickedness and those who have been deceived by them. But more than that, when we come to Calvary, the one who was holy, harmless and undefiled 
the one who was born at Bethlehem, that holy thing that shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. That one that knew no sin, in him is no sin, who did no sin, hung upon a cross. And he said at the end of those three hours of darkness, when he suffered for sin and for sinners, why, my God, my God, why didst thou forsake me? But thou art holy. Such is God's thoughts with regard to sin and wickedness. That there in the darkness alone, God's lovely Son suffered for sin in God's universe and for my sins as he bore them away at Calvary. God doesn't wink at sin. And we should fear the Lord. Christian, this morning, we should not wink at sin. We should not compromise with sin that still raises its ugly head even in the hearts of those that have trusted Christ and known his forgiveness. It's a solemn thing. The fear of the Lord. We as Christians are not frightened of him. But for those who turn their back upon Christ and those that profess to be saved and then go back on their on their profession and go back on their uh, uh, their so-called Christian life. The Bible says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And Paul says to the believers, he says that. In view of the judgment seat of Christ, when our lives will be reviewed for him, the fear of the Lord should influence our thinking and our behaviour in the light of that exposure in that coming day. When John writes his epistle, the first epistle, his first letter, he says, God is light and God is love. And we dwell so often, and rightly so, upon the love of God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Beautiful. The love of God is that which has provided salvation for guilty sinners like me and you. But he begins the epistle in the right order. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And then he goes on to say, God is love. You see, the wonder of it all is that God has provided, as the old chorus that we used to sing so often, 
There's a way back to God from the dark paths of sin. There's a door that is open that all may go in. At Calvary's cross is where we begin when we come as a sinner to Jesus. But unbelieving friend this morning, don't imagine for one moment that our God is some benign one who sits upon a throne and is casual and careless and indifferent about sin. That's why he sent his son to provide for sinners like you and me. And as we've seen throughout history and in particular at the cross of Christ, what God thinks about sin, he always judges it. And for the believer in the Lord Jesus, he judged it, he judged my sin and dealt with it in the person of his son at Calvary. And because I put my faith in him and recognised that as a sinner coming to Jesus, my sins can be forgiven. Remember those thieves on the cross either side of the Lord Jesus. The one was mocking and deriding the Saviour and the other one says to to him, he said, do you not fear God? You're in the same condemnation. You're in the same place of judgment. But this man, the Lord Jesus, has done nothing wrong, nothing amiss. And he turns to the Lord and he says, Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom. And Jesus uttered those beautiful words, Today you will be with me in paradise. There was no fear of God in the heart of that one thief, but there was in the other. And that man is in heaven today. So unbelieving friend this morning, is there a fear of God in your heart? There should be, because our God is a consuming fire and our God will always deal with sin. But the sinner that comes to Jesus knows what it is to be forgiven and to be at peace with God and to know the certainty of their sins being forgiven. And we as Christians this morning, I believe that we have forgotten the exhortation, fear the Lord and depart from evil. It's not okay to lie. It's not okay to live a life of sin. It is not okay for us to be malicious with our tongues. It is not right and it is not okay for us to treat sin in a casual way. God demands in our lives holiness and righteousness. And these things, as I've meditated upon them this morning, have cut right in 
to the depths of my heart. And I trust that they will for all of us. Fear the Lord and depart from anything that offends the heart of our God. May God bless his word to you this morning.